Today I'm going to be talking about AlphaGo and what it means for healthcare. So wanted to sort of take a step backwards a little bit and talk about how the insurgence of artificial intelligence has really taken a hold on society in general. It started in 1997 when IBM's Deep Blue program beat uh, the world chess champion of Gary Gasparov in an epic chess game, in a chess tournament. And this was the first time a machine actually beat a human being. There's a, an incredible level of intelligence that came from that. Um, in 2011, IBM's Watson beat two genius players in Jeopardy. So what's up with that? And then to top all of this, in 2016, Google's AlphaGo beat um, the 18 times world champion Lee Sedell in a game of Go. And so for those of you who are not familiar with what Go is, this is a game that is actually many, many times more complex than chess. It's a 19 by 19 board um, and you're basically using these white and black um, uh, stones and you're moving them on this grid and you're trying to surround your competitors players. And believe it or not, there's actually more possible positions in a Go game than there are atoms in the universe. Extremely complex, extremely crazy. And the fact that a, a machine was able to beat a human with their own brilliance and intelligence and intuition says something about deep learning and about neural networks and about the ability to train machines to think like a human. So there's a this whole question around creativity and intuition, especially in the artfulness of practicing medicine. We are oftentimes not comfortable with this idea of when it comes to feelings and coming to managing patients, how do we incorporate machines in something that feels so um, so technical and so uncaring and so um, you know mathematical. And so what I think is really important about the AlphaGo message is that AI algorithms are becoming so complex and so deep and so um, so so developed that um, we are going to be able to move into an era where there is going to be intuition. And there's a lot of discussions going on in the you know, robotics and, you know, the, the neural um, science, you know, kind of philosophy discussions as what is consciousness? You know, can you have consciousness with basically silicon neurals, neural networks? Does it have to be biological? So there's a lot of discussion and philosophical kind of pontificating around what it means to be conscious, to be intuitive, um, to be caring and to be creative. So what's really interesting about that intuition, um, especially in the game, it was the 37th move in the, the AlphaGo game that, um, uh, that you know, AlphaGo won against Lee Sedell. It was the, that famous 37th move. It was considered a non-human move. So it really spoke to having the ability for this game to have intuition. And when we talk about the idea around intuition and about the way the human brain works, is a lot of times it's really based on heuristics, neural circuits, being able to aggregate behaviors and thoughts and things that we have habitually always done through automaticity and through thinking. What's interesting about the release of what happened in the 37th move by AlphaGo is it wasn't fettered by heuristics because sometimes heuristics can really help us, but sometimes habitual behavior and thinking can confine us into the same old ways of thinking the same old things that we do over and over again. 
But by thinking outside of the box, again, that Jahari window about I don't know what I don't know, and exploring that area of brand new thinking, we can uncover things and manifest things we've never even considered before, which is, again, going beyond human thinking and the human thinking trajectory. Um, AI is also going to be um, unprecedented in terms of expanding our knowledge. So again, going beyond the traditional ways and the traditional boundaries. Um, and so what's interesting here is Lee Sedell also learned from the AlphaGo. In one of his moves, so again, he lost three times to three different games to AlphaGo, but he actually won the fourth game, but he actually ended up conducting a completely unprecedented move that he would have never done before until he had actually played against AlphaGo. So this reminds me a little bit of, of that four minute mile. When prior to somebody hitting that first four minute, it was never possible. Nobody could ever do it. It was just not humanly attainable. And this reminds me of the same thing is when we have these stretches, when we work, start working in concert, not against, but with artificial intelligence and the sort of the workings behind this is we could truly expand the ability and the, um, the, the, um, the progression and the progress of humanity and our abilities in healthcare. So truly disrupting and going beyond. So as we're looking at the opportunities to partner, and again, lots of discussions about the utopian versus the dystopian and machines are going to take over and everybody's going to lose their job. I like to look at this as a protopian, a protopian universe, one that is constantly evolving and progressing and in constant pursuit of becoming. And um, looking ultimately at um, transformational technologies in communion with humans and with medical experts and with medical expertise. So as we look at IBM Watson and DeepMind, being able to do things like, you know, reviewing radiological um, scans and being able to define them to, you know, a super high critical evaluation and to, um, and, um, and perfection without error, without human error. Um, and same thing with cancer treatments. It's a complex, co a complex myriad of different diseases combined. So how do we come up with new treatments and manage cancer patients? So these are some of the big, deep, you know, quantum computing type of concepts and questions that we're going to be able to start navigating in the new world of, of, of deep learning and neural networks. And so the idea here is we want to get into this, uh, getting away from this concern of the dystopia and all these, you know, all of us are going to lose our jobs to looking at it as saying that we're going to work in concert and knowing that automation is going to come in play and think of it as the three D's, any kind of jobs are considered dirty or dull or dangerous. These are all things that are great roles for automation. And if we just reflect a little bit in our past, at one time in the early 20th century, most people's occupation was on, on farms. And if you had told people back then that many of them would actually give up farming and take on all these new roles like a computer scientist or a yoga teacher or um, you know, a writer, um, they would have thought you were crazy. Everybody made their living by being on a farm. And very similarly, we would probably say the same thing like, this is all I know and how could I actually ever do anything different than be a doctor or a radiologist or a nurse? Our roles are gonna change and this is actually just gonna be the same evolution, maybe in a little bit more of an accelerated way because again, Moore's law and you know the increase or the doubling of, 
of, uh, of um, transistors and technology progression is going to double every um, uh, every few years, it's going to maybe happen a lot faster pace, but it's still the same concept. So how do we get started? And I really believe at Impetus Digital um, and all of us at Impetus Digital believe that everything starts with a conversation. We need to start exploring these discussions beyond the pill, beyond the traditional pharmaceutical and medical device business model. How do we actually start getting beyond the development of chemicals into the discussion about um, moving health forward with machines and with, with technology? Um, and so we think this starts with a conversation. So at Impetus, we have actually built some of the best in class collaboration tools and allowing people and sort of engineering serendipity. So allowing a whole series of random collisions to have eureka and aha moments from across the globe, across time zones and you know overcoming any of the barriers of language. So using the Impetus Insight platform to start these conversations, thinking beyond the pill and doing so much, so much more so that we can help to disrupt healthcare in a wonderful, positive way. So this is just some food for thought. Um, check out our website at www.impetusdigital.com. And until next time, my friends, um, be creative.